Hey everybody, welcome to Raven's House of Entertainment. I'm Raven here with guest Heather. How are you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. Just here. Glad to have you back and to do the review on Saw 10. So I'm excited to do this. So let's start this off. I'm going to start off with the synopsis, go through the main cast, and we'll give our thoughts and see what we both think about it. All right. So Saw 10. A sick and desperate John travels to Mexico for a risky and experimental medical procedure in hopes of a miracle cure for his cancer, only to discover the entire operation is a scam to defraud the most vulnerable. It's fucked up. <laughs> and, yeah. but, but I'll give my thoughts in a minute. <laughs> it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. So the main cast is, of course, Tomlin Bell, John Kramer, Shawnee Smith, Amanda Young, Snow McCody Lund, who plays Cecilia Peterson. Oh, I wanted her to die so bad. I couldn't wait. Mm-hmm. If she died or not, I was like, she has to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Renata Baca, who plays Gabriel, Stephen Brand, who plays Parker Sears, Joshua Okamoto, who plays Diego, Octavio Mjosa, who plays Mateo, and Paulette Hernandez, who plays Valentina. So now I'm going to start off with you. Mm-hmm. We're going to start off with the opening. So what did you start thinking about the opening scene of the movie, like the beginning part of it, phase one? Um, so the way this movie started off um, was different than any of the other Saw movies, really, because, you know, we typically start off with a trap instead of a story. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one kind of, you know, because we, we have a down by now, the Saw franchise. So this one was interesting to see that it was going to take a different approach. So I did like it. I like the whole, um, it does slowly go into kind of telling you a little bit more about John and his character, his cancer that we're all too familiar with. Um, so it gets kind of up and personal. So I thought that that was an interesting beginning to this. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's like, this is like totally like a reverse effect. So it's like, they start showing John, then it started making you like go into his life a little bit, which you never see. So it was like, and part of it made me feel like a little bit bad for him. Like they yeah. show like a more of a human side. And then and then they actually um he played the he played like being like a cancer patient so well and the way they made him up. Like yeah, I mean, actually thought he really did have cancer. Like so it made me feel actually bad for him. And he you know what I'm saying? <laughs> did you yeah. get that feeling? Oh yeah. This one the way that they make it and a totally uh, a case study it's a character study on john um the way that the whole franchise has gone we're just kind of like okay he's the villain he's the bad guy blah 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 um but and this one it flips it on its head and we just we start to empathize with him we were rooting for him we want him to get retribution you know yeah because i was rooting for him it's like he's all right, so before we even go further, so you consider him a bad guy, right? But even though he's um doing this to people that kind of deserve it, but don't deserve it because he shouldn't be anybody a judge, jury, and executioner, but he's doing them to teach them a lesson and do give them a chance to live if they sacrifice certain parts of themselves. So how do you feel about that whole the whole thing anyway, or the whole sword thing, how he his whole thoughts on this? So there's always been a huge debate on John Kramer as a villain or is he justified in what he's doing? 
Um, I feel like the whole franchise would have always been talking about like how we feel about him. I think, I think it creates a complex villain really because he's not your typical just sl- unstable slasher who wants to maliciously hurt people. He really is. He went through like an enlightenment after his accident, and he just he. I mean, I I feel like it's kind of a trauma response in a way of him being like um kind of bitter in a certain light of I was willing to do this to survive I value my life and I have cancer and you guys are just running around doing whatever and hurting people and not taking advantage of your health and your blessings of being alive so I'm gonna test you all yeah basically appreciating your life you know what I'm saying instead of being mm -hmm. doing dumb shit I love it. I think for him, especially he's he's a genius that his sound uh, and all that. It's just it's a perfect idea for um, a character of this such. Um, I think I think some people, I think some of the traps are a little extreme for depending on why they're there, like what they're being tested for, like how they're not valuing their life in a yeah. sense some of the some of the traps don't match up but i mean who am i to judge you know i want torture porn so yeah i'm all about it but him as a character i think it, it's 50 50 yeah yeah i like in the other in the other sort of movies i feel like he like it's like you kind of still root for him because you want to see this shit but then Mm-hmm. It's like you feel bad for certain people. Some people don't deserve it to like they get treated to that point, you know, what he's putting them through. But some people I I root for him to get. But I'll get more into that a little bit later. But mm-hmm. yeah, some some of the traps are just impossible <laughs> and like kind of cruel at the end of the day because you're like, how would you even survive that on a normal day? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So so going to t- forward with the story after they showed John, like getting weaker, battling his cancer, you know, he only had like months to live. And so he found somebody in his cancer, what was it, cancer like group? Mm-hmm. He seen that guy. and um, Henry, I think. Yeah. And he showed him the scar. So I wonder what that was about because even, not even trying to give away nothing because this is all spoilers, but um. Mm-hmm. So did he really go there or was he's a plant? Because you, you think about it, like if that was a whole kind of a fraud thing, like what was that all about? You know what I'm saying? Did did you stay for the mid-credit scene? Oh no, I didn't even know there was mid-credits. But let's, let's talk about that ah. at the towards the end. Okay, who think fucking that'll had explain that. Oh, okay. I was like, who think what well, everybody's copying Marvel now? Everybody everything got yeah. mid-credits? Yeah, I'm telling you, if the light when when the movie goes off and those lights do not come back on, just stay. No, my just lights stay. came on and it was no really? credits. Yeah. Oh, that's just poor execution on the theater's part. Yeah, well, I could YouTube that, so don't don't let me know. Um, okay, yeah. And whoever's listening to this and going to see it, you're not going to hear it on here. You're going to have to see it for yourself or YouTube it too, because I don't want to know until I finished it. <laughs> Yeah. So let's just say it ties up loose ends. Okay, exactly. So, so after he found Henry and he went to go call and she put him on a, that was like a very organized freaking con. Con, Mm -hmm. right? That's like, yeah, they were very organized. Because they had me going. I was like, all right, what's the plot here? I was like, 
are they gonna all right kind of cure him and then he's gonna be on more movies or or something has to happen so i was like so then once he did that and then when he started watching himself um when he actually went there and you know they were very nice to him he, he even got emotional he started tearing and he started getting close mm-hmm. to that girl to the little boy i forgot his name what was his name carlos carlos and then gabrielle and then and then when he actually was getting the surgery done and he made it seem like you know they introduced what's his name the one uh, that had the, the throat cancer type thing the thyroid or whatever yeah, I forget like his name. Simon Park, Park, something Simon Parker. Simon pa- Sears Parker, Parker Sears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and they, they, it was they, all very convincing. Yeah. They did a great job. It was so convincing. From even with all Diego, the cab driver, dropping them off and acting like they had like mercenaries picking them up and taking them to the secret location. I was like, damn, this shit is this shit is crazy. So, yeah, I thought that was an interesting um, decision with. Um, with him being because st- it's in Mexico, so I was really curious on how like that was going to tie into the plot. Like, why was he really going to get stopped by like cartel members? So yeah, but then when, yeah, when I first seen that, I was like, this can't be drug related, and they're going to stop them. And I like this has to be like a a drop point, and they pick him up, bag his head or something like that, and take him to the secret location because that wouldn't have made no sense. Yeah, I was really. I, that's one thing I'll say about this one is what they really excelled in is leaving you in suspense the whole movie. Yeah, we know that he. You know, this is in between the first and the second movie, so like the whole movie, you're just sitting here like, how are they going to play this out? Is it going to be typical and systematic and all that, or like, are they going to do something different? And every turn of this movie, there was something different. It was, and wait, so. I was this way. I was confused at too. This was this this movie was post first and the second. Yes, this is place the the timing of this one is placed between Saw one and Saw two. Okay, I love Saw two. I think that's like my favorite. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know why I love that one. Saw two is great. I like all of them, but I think I like Saw two. Even the one with Chris Rock, Spiral. I, yeah, it took me like forty minutes to believe he was a cop, but then it was good. <laughs> you know. <laughs> But after I got past him, it really took me like forty minutes to, to like, all right, all right, I could I could picture him now to get into yeah. my thing. Then I was like, all right, it was good. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like bad. He takes him because he takes himself so seriously in that role, and it kind of throws you off because you're waiting for the punchline, but it never comes, and you're just like, okay, Chris Rock, yeah. I, I see he, you. And he got that high pitched voice, and you're waiting for that joke to come out. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, but I liked it. And, yeah, um, I think it was an interesting spinoff. So, and Cecilia character, uh, I thought she was like she played it so brilliantly. Like she was so good at her role in that. And then when I found yeah. out that was a con, oh my god! It, I was like, I wanted her to get it so bad. It was, it was crazy. Like then I start finding out that every all these other people was connected to it. I was like, damn, that shit is crazy. It runs deep, yeah, all the way from, they're all in Mexico, it runs all the way from there, all the way to the States because of Henry, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, you could tell that they've been... um, Basically, I mean, common sense, I don't even have to see the the edit now, it's something we talked about, he he had to be the, he's the American plant, basically. Yeah. Uh So, basically, so, I mean, common sense, so, whatever. (laughs) 
Yeah, it will look for it online or if you I see will. it later down the line, watch it because um there's a little special um surprise that I do want to I'll talk about briefly that won't be completely spoilerly free, but um that I wish there was more of, but you get it in that end scene. Okay. But we'll get there. We'll get there. But yeah, the Cecilia thing and the whole operation that was crazy. And they actually had like when they had everything placed perfectly to make it, then they put him anesthesia and he's looking at the surgery, but it was just like a video. <laughs> like this shit is crazy. Yeah, in the handbook for surgeons of tomorrow. Yeah, then and then he was he was being nice and sentimental and he bought that what was it, tequila for Gabriel and Everything it was just a fake. He found out, figured that out. Then he's like, "Uh oh, I got uh, it's time to bring Jigsaw back." <laughs> yeah, and you just seem like the whole time you're watching this all unfold and play out because you know you you feel for him. You're very sympathetic for him. You know that he plays the role so well. Of he's on the couch and he's very uh, frail and and he just he's looking for that hope that that answer to like solve all his problem his his disease. And I just thought that that was so um, well played on the fact that he's supposed to be the bad guy, the villain, but it just kind of, they have this, they kind of paint him kind of righteously in this movie. Because back to that whole conversation on is he like justified, is he evil, all those things. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a huge theme of like a moral dilemma in this one of, yeah, he does all these things to people and puts them in these traps, but like he has, he believes in his cause and he believes there's a true purpose in making people and helping people. Mm-hmm. Whereas Cecilia is the the villain that they're debating that he is. So it's like kind of cool to see that they're comparing the fact that no, John is not this evil villain that we all like talk about. Here's yeah, a least, real villain. Yeah, because at least he had some method behind his madness. She was just kind of like dying people out of money and he was just like you know if you're a bad person i'm gonna make you see the light and make you choose between life and death and show you how precious life is so it's like a little it's still Mm -hmm. sick but at least he gives you a chance to live and you know he's doing it for a reason he has a moral code and she like it goes to show that like at least he has some kind of moral code whereas she's just pure evil like all the way through she doesn't care about anybody but herself and just wants to rip off like yeah the the people they're gonna die anyway so let me just take all their money exactly instead of worrying about oh he could leave the money for their family you know (laughs) yeah god that is just so cruel yeah i couldn't live with myself (laughs) or some shit like that's crazy just but like it's like in the beginning when john was in the hospital getting examined and he saw the the porter about to steal the watch and ring and stuff from a guy Mm -hmm. and he's like he called him he's like wise choice by putting it back <laughs> he's lucky yeah i like that we still got like that mid um yeah. beginning yeah. scene trap though because like even though it was just all in his head of what he would do to him uh-huh the the eye scene and like the iconic poster from this one like i'm so glad that was the first one <laughs> the vacuum eyes the suck eyes <laughs> yeah that was that was new i like yeah that. that was cool and then the finger thing though did what would you if you were in that trap and you had to choose between breaking all your fingers and your eyes, like after that first dial turn, that first dial, and I realized what's happening, I would have just done it all at once and gotten it over with. I think. 
Yeah, but we could say that, but when you're going through that real pain in, in that situation, it's easier to say than when you're really in the situation. That's all I know. <laughs> True. I will say that was one. I think that was one of the easier traps, though. That one was fair. I think I would choose my fingers over my eyes any day. Oh, of course. Yeah. And so I feel like in I would that chop moment, my fucking like that... I'll chop my fucking hand off before my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, it was interesting to watch that play out. So, yeah, but so moving on from that, let's go to like the whole. All right, so he got picked up by Diego and everything. Once he found out about what was going on for real, so mm-hmm. he went after Diego first, the cab driver. And yeah. what do you think about that scene? That was like a good, that was good because he had the pipe bombs to, on both forearms and he had to basically like dig his skin out and you see like dripping skin just dripping off. Because he had to dig it out because he couldn't get through the coils. It, it was cool. I love that mm-hmm. part. Yeah, he's just all... I, I, I thought it was fun, too, where he, he's, like, trapped behind the rope. But he's, like, thinks that he has the upper hand. And he's like, oh, well, I'm just going to saw through this rope and break uh-huh. free. And I'm like, that's <laughs> the trap, sir. Like, I know, you just, you just, right, you just started the trap for real now. <laughs> I'm like, he's... you think that you're getting the upper hand and you're outsmarting him. But you're literally playing into the game right now. Exactly. And that's, I'm going to make a point of that towards the end, if I remember. So, yeah, so uh-huh. I thought, but he was, so he actually did it and it was gruesome because, like you said, we're horror fans. So we watch a lot of shit. So we're kind of desensitized to a lot of stuff. But sometimes when it's doing that cutting of the of that, and, and Saw did, had great SFX um, makeup and everything. And it looked real. Mm-hmm. It's like, it made me like, I was like, you know how you squint your eyes a little bit? I was doing that during mm-hmm. that thing, like, damn. Like, you could feel it. Yeah, it's very visceral. The Like, mm-hmm. all the blood that was coming out and just him sweating the whole the skin, time. <laughs> the skin peeling, dropping, meat dropping off. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. crazy. He comes down the stairs with the with the first aid kit. He's, he's like, like, you're going to be okay. Yeah, you're gonna and be the guy's okay. just like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and then I like how it goes back when you're further on into the movie, how he knew what was going to happen because he was telling everything. I mean, I'm not going to jump to that now, but you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about, right? Yeah, so I was like, oh, how did he know? Yeah, because yeah, even they were thinking, like, how did he know? And then I was thinking, like, too, like, yeah, how the fuck did he know? Then when they showed that scene, I was like, oh, okay. I like this one because it was a lot of twists, turns, and make you think, and then how they knew, and they, then they go back and show you how they knew because you ain't thinking they're going to show you. So like it was pretty cool. I love this movie like that. Yeah, that that was one of the things. I'm glad that they did explain a little bit of what was going on and how, because that was one of my things that I I will say that you do have to suspend your disbelief a little bit of a stretch, mm-hmm. um, with how he's able to do all of these traps and get all this stuff put together in such a short amount of time, and how he's oh, able yeah. to locate all these people. But like it's nitpicky stuff. Like if you if you can just stretch your suspension of disbelief a little bit, like you're moved on. Like you can move on and be like, okay, cool. Like he got these traps. Who cares? Yeah, you know? it pops in my head. I know the same thought popped in my head, and I just get it right out. I was like, it's a stupid movie. Get it right out. Yeah, like it's not like, <laughs> to be taken so seriously. Like it's just like this is for Saw fans. Like this is for a concluding Saw. I think this is going to be a conclusion. But for concluding Saw, like a 10th movie in a franchise, this was solid. Yeah, and it was good. And every Saw, to me, there was never a bad Saw. They were all either all right or good. You know, it was never like a bad one. Like, oh, this shit sucks. Let's just stop. 
making it. But no, I never felt like that about any of the swords. And this one just felt like it revamped itself. Yeah, I yeah, I, this is one of my favorite franchises of all time. I, I love everything about it's so iconic with the, the I love that Billy was in it, the puppet. Oh yeah! Oh, how can you not? I love that puppet. Oh. That's to me. That's the star. <laughs> yeah. And when everybody goes back, they're like, "Who's the villain in um, in Saw?" Everybody's like, "It's the puppet." <laughs> I wish that he cackled though. That's the only thing I'll say. Is I oh wish yeah, he, he didn't do the he didn't do the cackle. Mm-hmm. I live for that cackle. Oh, that, that could be my do it. ring. <laughs> yeah, I, I wish that was it. my ringtone. <laughs> and um. So when and so after he found out what was going on and he had them all set up in their own special traps. Um, mm-hmm. I'll start with my main, the one that got me, and it might be simple, but it was with Valentina when she had to mm-hmm. like soar through her leg with the the wire. It's like and yeah. when she was going real fast, real fast when they was telling her she I like I felt like I was this picture in my leg and just like how the flesh is ripping. I was like, um, and then what even sucks like. They're also scared to do, start it, so they waste so much time. And then time they finish and they could win, they wind up dying because they took so much time hesitating in the beginning, which I get, you know? Yeah. Yeah, hers was when she... There was something about the, the ghillie saw where she was just sawing through her leg. That that was my most cringe-worthy one. Yeah, because I thought the Diego one with the, the forms was going to be my worst one. But to me, for some reason, that was the worst one to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just imagining cutting off my own leg with a with a bone cutting saw. Oh, I felt yeah. that all the way through. Yeah, and people be like, "Just do it. Just hurry up and do it." Like, listen, you're really in that situation. Now, picture yourself in that situation. That oh, shit ain't no. easy to do. You scared? You nervous? I understand adrenaline you know kicks into hurt a point like hell. Yeah, and I understand your adrenaline pumps into a point, but like, fuck, that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. Like watching your whole leg fall off, and then it's not even over. You have to get the suction thing and suck out your bone. Yeah, marrow. your bone marrow and put it in your bone. Oh, yeah. Like, how do you even like at that point? I'd be so disoriented. I wouldn't even know where my bone was to insert it. And that's what I'd be thinking. Like in real life, I'm like, wouldn't you just like pass out from the pain or the trauma? You like, could. It's like to the I point where. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, your adrenaline would have to be like through the roof to like almost heart attack status. I feel like to not exactly pass out from that. Because that's insane. And then, and after that, um, which was which was the other part that you like? Which other trap did you like? You know what I like too? Sorry, I like how, mm-hmm. like honestly, I knew she was in on it, but I felt bad for Gabrielle for some point. I, I, like how Amanda was feeling bad for her. And wanted mm-hmm. to get her out of it. I, I really did. I was like, I understand she's like a young kid. They just they trapped it in with the money because she was an addict. And so I was like, and John really liked it. So he felt hurt. Because you, you see in his face mm-hmm. that he, he didn't really kind of want to do it. But he had to stick to his his thing. He had to stick to his no going off that course. But even when Amanda was trying to talk him out of it. You know, I like when they had that emotional moment mm-hmm. when they were hugging and he was tearing. It's like. Oh, so yeah. I, felt bad. I cried. So, and her I thing cried. with the, what was it? She had the, um, what was that? The therapy, the chemo. She had the chemo lights on her, right? Yeah. And she was burning up and everything. And I thought she was, was going to, go ahead. Oh, I was just, I was wondering, so with her trap, 
is like start with your legs and you'll swing free. But I was like, what if you had started with your wrist? Wouldn't you have just fallen down and it would have been over? Yeah, because you start with your legs, you still would have been hanging. Dang. So you got to break your ankle and you got to break your wrist. But why wouldn't she have just broken her wrist, you know? So I thought that was interesting. I don't know if Cecilia was just doing that. Well, yeah, until you find out I, how I Cecilia know. really was. She didn't give a fuck. Like she said, the more people mm-hmm. died, the more money she was getting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But um, God. she played it well. Like, towards all the way to the end, basically, she played that shit well. Yeah, and there's little subtle hints throughout, too, where she she's... You can tell she's, like, the most um, conniving and, like experienced one because she knows the name of all the tools like she she does know a little bit about like surgery and stuff like that so she's well, either been doing this way longer than any of them so she's the ultimate was it, con wasn't but, her father isn't her father really a surgeon though or was that fake so, too i you know i'm not 100 percent because she kept saying that he was real he was real but yeah then I, amanda I was know. like was saying like what happened if he really is real do you want a chance you know mm-hmm so, and and then John even confirms like people will say anything to save their own life. So I don't know if it, maybe it was just to show how experienced she was with how long and even with the records. I guess I think I I believe that it's just to show how long she's been ripping people off. Yeah, she's been doing it for years. <laughs> mm-hmm. she and so when she more. she's like, I'm gonna pull the intestines out of Valentina. Oh, yeah. and I'm gonna- rope she's just doesn't even blink really about doing it and everybody's like what are you doing yeah, everybody else is like cringing and throwing up and she's like doing it like no problem so yeah maybe she's just that heartless and callous who can't like fuck it mm-hmm. but then was, was you think that was part of john's and amanda plan they did that on purpose to leave the phone there yeah. so she could call that number yeah, because I think that's what, what I notice in the wrap-up when they're doing the, like, explanation at the end. Like, I think um, when Hoffman is on the phone, he's like, you gotta, f-, he's like, there's this guy, he's in on it, but you're gonna have to find him your own way. Oh, okay. And so they, they knew she would call him, and so they left the phone right there. Because they're way smarter than that. Like, why would they leave the phone right in the middle like Yeah, that? I was going like, to say, like, everything you guys suspect is a trap and a, and a thing that make you go the way they want you to go. Mm-hmm. It was just, but, they're so calculated. And, um, what else? But, yeah, I felt bad, like, what Cecilia did to Gabrielle. I was like, oh, she made it. And John was like, no, you could take it to the hospital. She can make it. Then, like, then I was like, fuck, that's fucked up. She didn't give not one fuck. She had, like, no mm-hmm. kind of remorse or anything. She's like, I don't think she's going to make it, John. <laughs> I was like, wow. Okay. And, and then when Parker shows up acting like he was going there to get, like, try to get her, get, beat her up and get the money back. And you think, then they trying to fool you thinking he's on their side and just got another victim. And next thing you know, that turns out that he's working with her. That's the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. The one that would die for her, right? Yeah. Such a term yeah. of phrase. Then I'm like, how the fuck do they know this? And then they go to a flashback with Diego ratting him out while John was fixing him up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And <clears throat> just when you think that she couldn't be any more corrupt, like when she brought Carlos in, the little yeah. boy, I, like, I could not believe that was going to happen. And then you're really like, no, John's an angel. John is an angel. Yeah, yeah she's like, <laughs> she, she makes John look like an angel compared to what she is. I'm like, oh my God, this chick has no kind of, she don't even have a heart. 
Yeah, no conscience whatsoever. Like I was that was sealed the nail in the coffin. I was like, John's an angel. That's yeah. that's what the true villain looks like. And that and that waterboarding um trap they had to go through with blood between him and Carlos yeah. and they were trying to save each other and he wouldn't let Carlos do it. <laughs> and that's so cool too, because in every so tell me the last movie you remember where the kid actually is aware enough to to, yeah to like understand enough to help the other person normally they're kids you know they're the victim Uh they're they're vulnerable they don't know what's going on yeah they're too scared to even think about anything yeah they just they don't want to die they're scared they're terrified so they don't act at all like just out of you know being a kid and like this kid is like seeing what's happening he's like no that's my friend he helped me with my bicycle Uh I was just like, wow, I was like, this movie, it really took a lot of turns and twists and it just holds the suspense throughout the whole thing. Yeah. And, and, and the classic, like Amanda telling, telling, um, uh, what's his name? Telling Parker Sears, whatever his name is that, Mm -hmm. you know, she's going to kill you and burn you, right? <laughs> yeah, and, and like, and he kind of, he kind of believes. Like, you can see uh-huh. on his face throughout the movie, he right. kind of believes them, but he's like, no, no, she would never. We're gonna well, win. Well, can you ever trust a person that's willing to really kill a kid? <laughs> like, exactly. Point, anybody's fair game. You think she's gonna rehab remorse on you if you do anything wrong, or she wants to just take something from you? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and you can see it on his face, too. He's kind of like, uh, what are you doing? Like, you're bringing this kid in. Like, can I really trust you? Like, you're willing to kill, like, an innocent child, but I'm safe. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> like, yeah, even... no. I'm, I'm, for my first thought, like, this bitch is crazy. She is going to mm-hmm. kill me at some point in my sleep or something. I'm like, I'd be too scared to be with her. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Yeah. Because, yeah, those kind of relationships always work out until, well, everything's all good and you are winning. But when it gets real, like, at the end, like, yeah, she, she wants just like she they needs. said, she's going to burn you. Yeah. And when, she, when and I was I was trying to figure out at the end when they got John and Amanda and the kids, like, damn, how the fuck they going to get out of this one? Or, or John's going to die there and Amanda's just going to continue from there. And then I'm like, I'm like, um, then this happened and then when they went to go get the money upstairs, because they tested him with the gun, you know, and then, mm-hmm. and you know, they showed the flashback of him taking the um, powder out and everything, because they already knew what was going to happen. And he already and he played. And he said it didn't come out the way we wanted, but it still went for the same thing. So it happened, just not the way they thought it was going to happen. And they got trapped. Yeah. In a, what was that? Um, that was that radiation in there. I don't know what that was. It was I, like burning their they skin. Flash- they flash just some kind of tanks that have like poison on them, but I don't yeah. think I got a glimpse of what they actually were. But yeah, whatever it was, it was like really, it was tearing through their skin. Yeah, so this, so he he gave them one hole that they could put their head out and try to survive, and they were fighting over the hole. And you know, Celia being you know the black widow she was, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was interested in in how that's going to play out too, because. Is she because I I thought that she was just gonna um she was gonna live or no, I didn't know she was gonna live or die because the the tanks they turn off like once the timer counts down, and the the poison stops flowing into the building, 
but then she still can't get out of the room. So I guess, yeah, she, she stays there and, and starves and dies until someone finds her, I guess. I wanted her to die another way, but <laughs> but I guess that is <laughs> yeah. the worst. So I was thinking about that, like, did she live or did she die? Because she was stuck there with the for the poison and stuff stopped, but who's gonna find her? Yeah, because nobody. She made a really big deal out of. I and I think guess that's what ties in the the way that John is um, taken to the facility with the the van and stuff. I mean, I guess that kind of explains like nobody knows where this location is. John had to find it by being just a brilliant genius and yeah, using like, like measurements. Yeah, because they're like, how this guy found it. When when Parker came, but then they figured it out because they're guys, so they knew anyway. Yeah. So yeah, so. she probably is gonna never because they they also say like if you don't want to play, you'll never leave this room. But she played. She no, they even she didn't win, but she killed her boyfriend. <laughs> but yeah. she gets to like sit there and rot until someone comes along. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, yeah, she probably got it. She probably died, but they left it like open ended. Yeah. Maybe she survived and they bring her back in another one and she, you know what I'm saying? Who knows? <laughs> mm-hmm. Like one more. Like we have to we have to deal with her before like in between, like who yeah, knows? Like... Maybe Amanda and Hoffman. They could make another one that's in between because John lives until three. So they could make another one that takes place between two and three and like Amanda and Hoffman have to deal with her. Yeah, you know, because he's too. too weak by then. Yeah, that's true. So, what 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 would you rate? How many Raven Wings would you rate this from one to five? Oh man, um, I've been thinking about this all day. I'm really, uh, I'm in between a four and like a four point. Five. You only can have one. <laughs> we'll do. Oh my god. We'll do like. We'll do four point two five. Okay, because I was gonna say minus Raven four point wings. minus four point two Raven wings. <laughs> okay, then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. I was going with three and a half, but then I was like, I forgot I could do the points, so I was like, you know, I'll do a four. Then I was like. The more we spoke about it, then I'm thinking in my head how good it was to me when I was watching it. So I'm like, you know what? I'll give it an extra two. So I go 4.2. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, if you didn't like the last sword, this definitely replenishes itself. Yeah. And this is even a stand, a good standalone film. Yep, Instead of so. just, though it ties into the franchise, but like just as a whole without that, because one through seven have this ongoing like storyline that connect all of them and this one isn't really in that storyline so much so for it to establish that on its own it really beats um like to come back as saw 10 it really stands out because they tried to do you know the spinoff with spiral they tried to do jigsaw and like you know they were fine but they didn't exactly land the same way this one does exactly Mm-hmm. So, I I will say the care. I will say my one um one thing I did notice with the characters in this one, they were so whiny. Oh my <laughs> <Yeah>. god! <laughs> like I get it. Like this is a terrible situation. But like when you look at all the other vic- like people in the, the traps, to the other ones. yeah, compared to the other ones, I was like, you guys need to stop being so whiny and just like get it together. 
Like, this is your life. And I just thought maybe it was to kind of bring a little bit of comic, comical aspect to it. Because when Gabriella, she's like, nope, nope, I'm not going to, I'm not going to like listen to the the thing. And I'm just like, it was kind of like, I giggled a little bit because I'm like, yeah, I probably wouldn't want to either. But you need to, you need to. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, no, they had no choice because he was electrocuting them with that neck thing <laughs> if they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they had no and choice anyway. Mat- even Mateo, like he's just he like stops the tape multiple times because he like wants to he's listening to the tape and then he'll stop it and he'll complain and then he'll play it again and then he'll stop it and complain and I was like, You need to get it together, sir. This is your life. Yeah, let you be in that trap and see how together you have it. <laughs> I think no, this is more not- I think this I think this is more realistic than the other ones. <laughs> because I think any human no more human being is gonna be freaking out like they were. <laughs> yeah oh yeah they're gonna be as calm yeah, as all the people i, I want to kind of go through it and see like which which traps do i feel like are survivable <laughs> realistically and well, which the one ones are the, just like the one with just you said with the fingers that's the most breaking having your fingers yeah, or your think, fingers broken either that I, can or handle, the one, I think i couldn't i can't handle either of them. i think the fingers yeah i wouldn't be able to handle it but i would do it yeah, I mean, yeah, those are the most easiest ones. Then rather like what Mateo had to go through and cut, saw his brain open and take a piece of his brain. Fuck that. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't even know if you'd be up. I don't even know if you're able to be up while you're doing that. Like, take a piece of your brain out and just be functional. I don't think that shit can happen. No, I thought that that was wild too because I was like, what do you mean? Like, a piece of your brain out like that and just be okay? Yeah, because he was like, "Oh, your brain re- like reconnects and re like rewires itself or something like that." I was like, I don't mm-hmm. know, <laughs> that don't sound right to me. Mm-mm. Yeah, that one—that's a whole thing. I feel like I would end up like doing it too deeply and stuff because you can't even see it right. Yeah, exactly. It's like you feel like you take a piece of your brain, you're gonna freaking get like be in a coma or get paralyzed, and you're just gonna, your lights are just gonna turn out. You're gonna be like turn, you know, like you know, turn crazy or something. I don't know the mm-hmm. brain. Yeah, like I don't like uh, I don't know. There's certain and there's certain parts of the brain like you could lose like motor function. Yeah, instantly. or your sight or anything. Yeah. Or do you remember the trap in Saw? I think it's in Saw one or two where the guy uh, he has the flammable like jelly all over him. Yeah, and he has to yeah. put the coat in with a candle and broken glass. I was like, that one's cruel. That one is yeah. just unsurvivable. Yeah. Like I think, depending on the crime he does, the the the, the traps are more vicious. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. <laughs> oh yeah, there's some of them where I'm like, oh no. Because he gave Gabrielle. I mean, I know it's still bad. You got to break your wrist and your feet, but that's not bad compared to the other one. You have some you know, high survival rate. You just got to muscle up the energy, like to break your wrist and and go through that pain real quick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all of them are really just unimaginable, too, because how do you really just suck it up and just break your own wrist with a hammer? Yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah, mm. you just really sit there and think about that, and people like, suck it up, that's your life. It's, it's, that shit ain't easy. You, know, you, you could die, that shit ain't easy. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're just being burned in the face. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, um, so, that's going to be our review of Saw 10. Like, I enjoyed it. I gave it a 4.2 Raven Wings. Heather gave it a what? You gave it a 4. Point what? 2.5. 2.5. 
And so I recommend if you've seen this yeah. one, so spoiler um, it's spoilers on every well, not all my podcasts are spoilers. The ones I do by myself aren't spoilers, but the ones where I have special guests they're spoilers. So don't I'll put it on the spoilers that you know, I'll put it on the page. Yeah, and speaking of spoilers, I guess, like not a don't want to spoil it for you, but um, I will just say I do wish that Hoffman was in it more because I was really looking forward to that aspect because Amanda was great. Mm-hmm. Love that she was in it as much as she was. Um, but it was it was I would have liked to see more of Hoffman. So hopefully they do do another um, movie that's like no, more Hoffman. revolved around them. Yeah. Or maybe like the next one, like you said, would be maybe Hoffman and Amanda. Maybe that would be right. genius to me. I would, I would be, I would eat that shit up. <laughs> yeah. So, it, so that's our review. Go see it. It's still playing in theaters now. You won't regret it. Trust me. And Heather has an announcement she needs to make. So, go ahead, Heather. What you have to say? Uh, yes. So I do have a special announcement. Um, if you would like to hear, um, I'm going to be releasing my YouTube channel this month. Um, so if you would like to support me and follow me on Instagram, The Villainess Narrative, um, I'll have more announcements of that coming soon. But my first video will be a Saw ranking video, and it will include Saw 10. So if you would like to see where Saw 10 falls within the Saw franchise ranking style, Go ahead and follow me on Instagram, and I will have announcements soon on when that video will be released. Yeah, and that's on Instagram. Was the villainous underscore narrative, right? Yes. And then you can click in her bio and all that, and a link to her YouTube channel and TikTok goes straight from there. Yes. So, yeah, I will be releasing that soon. So I'm very excited for the transition to switch over to YouTube. But that will be my first video. And sure. And I see some <laughs> of her stuff now and it's good. So I can only imagine what the YouTube channel is going to be like. So definitely give it a follow. Yeah, I'm really excited. And thanks for listening, everybody. We have more collabs to come, more reviews, more interviews. Thanks for being here, Heather. Yes. Thanks for having me as always. Thanks for listening to Raven's House of Entertainment. Raven and Heather, we're out. And it's the Halloween season, so stay creepy and stay safe. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Peace out. And bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.